old-fashioned football on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. Shady Rays is having their best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code SGPN for 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses and go to the SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Shady to enter the Shady Rays Parlay of the Day contest. We're also brought to you by the SGPN's Draft Week. All week long, SGPN has you covered with draft props, mock drafts, and our live NFL draft watch party. So make sure you smash that subscribe button at youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Hey, what's up? This is Sam Acho, and you're listening to Old Fashioned Football. Old Fashioned Football. Welcome, welcome to Old Fashioned Football. I haven't given a shout out to Paul Stevie in a bit, so shout out to Paul Stevie on guitar there. Thank you for letting us borrow the music. My name is J-Mark. You can find me on Twitter at J-MarkFootball. And before I get continued, because we have got a packed episode today, I'm going to bring in my co-host, Miranda. You can find her on J-Mark's, you can find her on Twitter, not on J-Mark. Um, you can find her <laughs> on Twitter at J Mark's wifey. <laughs> so are you? Just, we'll just leave it. Alone. Yeah, the show is going south already, folks. Uh, you can find her on Twitter at J Mark's wifey. You can call her Murmur. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Justin. Doing great. Yes, beautiful weather outside today in Iowa. Yes, we were sitting outside talking a little football. It is draft week. It is finally here. Yes. And I, we we have a lot. What, were you going to say something? I cut you off. I was just going to say I am excited. I'm mm-hmm. very excited for draft week. Not just for the Bears, but just... In general, yeah. it's going to be a very... Unpre- I mean, as we know everyone's making their predictions, but right. it's a pretty unpredictable draft. Would you agree? I would agree, um, and many analysts would agree. That a lot of them are saying the most unpredictable in years... Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's going to be very interesting, and we have a lot to talk about, including the draft, including some mock drafts. Um, we're going to break, including a big trade that we can finally talk about. Yes, we can finally <laughs> talk about it and be done with it, right? You want to be done with it? I do. I'm sure everybody knows. You know who does not want us to be done with that talk? Your uncle, your uncle Brent. He wants to hear more Packers. That was his suggestion for our podcast. More Packer talk. Did we ask him for suggestions? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember asking. <laughs> he has accused you of being a closet Rogers fan, and. I... <laughs> Okay, he had. There's so much. Okay, we have to correct this. I am not letting him get away with this. <laughs> there is so much drama around that man. How can you not talk about him? Agreed. It's, a, it's absurd half the time. How can you not talk about it? It is like a car crash. You can't look away. You can't look away. <laughs> you don't want to look, but you cannot look away. So yeah, we're going to be talking about that. This episode is just going to be kind of looking at two mock drafts and talk a little fantasy projections if they come true. If you want the best fantasy fits for each team or uh, for each player, 
Head on over to SGPN Fantasy Football. They did excellent coverage on that. We wanted to do something just a little bit different. Before we keep going, go ahead. What were we going to say? I was going to remind them of our contest. Perfect. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Reading okay. my mind. Yes. Um, yeah. It For the month of April, if you've been listening to us, we are doing a giveaway at the end of the month. It is the 25th. We still have five more days this month for you to... Follow Old Fashioned FB on Twitter. Follow us on your listening platform, whether that's Spotify or Apple or any listening platform that you're getting us on. And leave us a review. That is the third criteria. On Spotify, it's a star review. On Apple, you have an opportunity to leave a written review. And that is how we see your name. For the drawing. Yeah. If you are leaving just a star review on either Apple or if you're leaving a review on Spotify, DM us a screenshot of that review so we can include your name in our drawing. And I'm not going to tell you what to give us, but we prefer you, five stars. You you would. You, you go there every time. <laughs> Leave us an honest review, please. <laughs> an honest five-star review. And then your uncle Brent was going to start at five stars and go down for every time we said something bad about the Packers. <laughs> Can we take away his ability to edit <laughs> his review? Um. Anyway. Yeah, tell them what they win. Yeah, Sorry, we need to get to the best part of our giveaway. Right. You will win an old-fashioned football T-shirt from the SGPN merch store. They're super comfortable. I have like three of them. You have maybe, do you have three of them? I, I actually, remember. I have three of them. Yes. Okay. Anyway, they. I love that they come in a variety of colors. I feel like it's like the most variety of any shirt on the merch store. There's a lot of variety. And we're also going to send you two handshakes of any whiskey we've reviewed on Old Fashioned Football. Mm-hmm. And this is our 38th episode. There are a lot of whiskeys. I will post the list at the end of the month and we're doing our giveaway for you to choose two handshakes and our giveaway is sponsored by savage and cook distillery yes they are throwing in a bottle of any of the four that we reviewed from our interview episode with dylan carney the head distiller of savage and cook we um reviewed their lip service which is their rye. Their rye, which was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> we reviewed Burning Chair. Which is their bourbon, which was my favorite. Mm-hmm. And I always blank on the third Second one. Glance. Second Glance. That's the first one we started yes, with. Is their Ameri- American whiskey. Which for just a normal whiskey, I liked a lot. Yes. You know, normally, I do sway towards bourbons. Mm-hmm. But I, that is a very... That's one that I have... I've cracked it open a couple other times, too. When are you doing this? XFL Gambling Podcast. Okay. Liquid like, Lunch with like, J-Mark. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, and also their Manhattan Project, which is a ready-to-drink Manhattan in a bottle. It is amazing. Any of the four you get to choose from, and Savage and Cook will personally send it to you. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you that I followed our podcast I followed us on Twitter from my own account, and I left a review. It took me five minutes, maybe a little less. You are not included in no, this no, no. giveaway, Justin. I'm just letting you know, five minutes is all it takes 
and you could win all that stuff. How did it? I had to think about my review. Okay. You don't just uh, <laughs> go all willy-nilly and type a one-minute <laughs> review off the top of your head. I had to strategically plan what I wanted to say. Okay. Well, <laughs> it could take you less than five minutes. I want to encourage that it will take you less than five minutes to enter into our April giveaway. And we're excited for that giveaway. Yeah, speaking of giveaways, um, SGP is running a contest that has to do with Shady Rays. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor event adventures. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. You're uh, out with some friends watching a football game, and the football somehow ends up in the stands from a wild kick, hits you right in the nose, breaks your glasses. They don't care. They'll give them back to you. Or if you stumble drunk and fall on your face, they also don't care. They don't ask questions. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. With Shady Rays, you can look and feel good. And to date, they have donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with Feeding America. If you don't love them, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. And we are running a contest, or I should say the Sports Gambling Podcast is running a contest right now. If you buy Shady Rays, submit your receipt on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, the days of the NFL draft, they are going to be placing $50 parlays. If you have submitted your receipt showing, hey, I bought this, and the parlay hits, you win some of the payout from that. Free money again, and you get cool that sunglasses. That is exciting. Yes. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is also giving out their best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The shades are rated five stars by over 200,000 people. That's a lot of people who love Shady Rays. Goals. That's the five star, the amount of five stars I want to get to. So that's why people need to leave five stars, not this. Leave an honest review, even if it's a two star. <laughs> The face I just got. Do you want to do this podcast from the hallway? <laughs> <laughs> hallway, no. Miranda, what are we drinking today? <laughs> All right, Justin. <laughs> Trying to get off of my bad side here. We, we're we drinking something special today from Oak and Eden. We've already reviewed Oak and Eden's Wheat Inspire, and then we reviewed their wheat and honey, um, their honey-soaked oak yeah. on our show. Both are great, and you can probably find these locally wherever you are. We previously mentioned, if you go on their site, oakeneden.com, you can build your own custom bottle, and that is exactly what we are drinking today, and I'm going to save those details for later on in the show, but we, I went out there and got Justin a custom bottle, has his name on the bottle and everything for his yes. birthday. Your birthday was at the beginning of the month. Yeah. And we're going to go over what that custom bottle is, give a review of that process, and yeah, we're drinking. We'll try it straight. We're drinking it in our old fashions. It's very good, by the way. I'm good glad. old fashioned. Well, 
I did make it. So yes, so <laughs> so we expect it to be good. Why don't we get to this trade? I'm dying to talk about it. Okay, the Aaron Rodgers trade. The he is out of our division. He is out of the NFC North. Yes, the Bears will never no not never but never face off a Packers <laughs> team <laughs> led by Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and we don't have to face him twice a year. No. So the Packers get a first round pick, which is the 13th pick yes. of the 2023 draft. A second round, which is the number 42nd pick. A sixth round, which is the 207th pick. And a 2024 second round that has stipulations, Justin, because it becomes a 2024 first round pick if Rodgers plays 65% of the plays for the Jets. Yes. The Jets get Rodgers. They get a first round pick. So they basically just like swapped. So they gave um, their 13th pick is what the Jets had. They gave that to the Packers for the Packers 15th. Yeah. For the 15th pick, their first round 15th right. pick. Okay. So they swap those. They get the Packers... 2023 fifth round pick, Mm -hmm. which is the 170th pick of the draft. Yeah. That's it. What are your thoughts? So I'm going to try to do this without being biased because we all know I don't like Aaron Rodgers. Take that out of it. Look at what the Jets are getting. Just look at the stats and the man. Right. Not the man himself. (laughs) (laughs) So here's my deal. Uh, the first round picks, that's a 13 to 15 swap. I don't put a lot of weight in that. You're moving, you know, from the 15 mm-hmm. to the 13th. So I don't think that's too big of a deal. So basically, if you cancel that out, and then your sixth round, the Packers get a sixth round number 207, while the Jets get a number 170. That actually favors the Jets. Yeah. But they're pretty close. Let's cancel those out. I know that's not a cancellation, mm-hmm. but let's cancel mm-hmm. them out. So you had a 2023 second rounder and a 2024 second rounder that could become a first. Yes. A second and a first. Seems like a lot for a quarterback who, as storied as his career has been, he has one Super Bowl ring and he's getting older and not playing at the same. We Mm -hmm. saw him last year. He did not play at the same form. No. Nobody can argue that no matter how big of a, a Packers fan you are. He did not play at the same form. Now, Rodgers is a huge upgrade for New York over Zach Wilson, Mike White, Mm -hmm. Joe Flacco played for them for a while. He's a huge upgrade. Don't get me wrong. I don't know if sending your second this year and a potential first, because if he doesn't get injured, it's going to be a first. Next year is smart for a guy that... They're betting their future. Kind of, for at least the next couple years. Who is very close to retirement. He's very close to retirement. And he's not been able to get past the NFC kind of stronger teams. The AFC, you think he's going to get past the Chiefs, the Bills, the Bengals? He's in the he's in the same division as the Bills now. He has to play Josh Allen in that offense and that defense, that Bills defense, twice a year. I, I don't like the move. I really don't. I think there's quarterbacks with more upside long-term mm-hmm. in the draft. And yeah, I just I don't I don't care for the move. I get it. The Packers. I think the Packers won this trade. 
there, there you go, Uncle Brent. I'm saying something nice about yes. the Packers. They won this trade because I think they were going to be divorced with Rodgers no matter what. I think so. It I, had it gotten was to that pretty point. clear that their relationship was over. Yeah, it had gotten to that point. And oh, gosh, I just feel like the Jets gave up too much for a guy that I don't think helps them beat the, the Bills, the Bengals, and the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I don't think he keeps up with those teams right now. In his prime, let's talk about four or five years ago. Yeah, maybe. But right now, I don't think so. That's just my thoughts. But I am happy to have him out of the NFC North. Do you have thoughts to add? Is that pretty much... Yeah, I mean, like you said, you cancel out those picks that are pretty similar. The Packers are getting, you know, a second round, an extra second round pick this year and likely a first round pick next year Mm -hmm. for him. Yeah. It does look pretty good for the Packers. Agreed. It, now, a lot of that probably depends on how Jordan Love does. I I would have to think, in my in my opinion, I would have to think the Packers are going to need to look to draft a quarterback. We just talked to your Uncle Randy uh, last night. They visited our house mm-hmm. from Phoenix, Arizona. He's not sold on Jordan Love. He's not sold on him. And not only that, he thinks the Packers will be drafting. He thinks Jordan Love, is, he's got one year to prove it. This mm-hmm. is his year. If you're not ready by now, after you've sat behind Rodgers, you've learned the game, if you're not ready for the NFL now, you're not going to be, and they will be probably using that, that first, first rounder. round pick. Yes, yes, exactly. For a quarterback next year. Right. I just, I see that is the, that is what, I don't see it going a different way. I don't yeah. see them sticking with Jordan Love. Agreed. Agreed. Long term, like the Packers do with yep. quarterbacks. <laughs> right. And I don't think he's the third from far. To Rodgers, I don't think it's to love for the next long-term quarterback. No. All right, before we get to these mock drafts, let's give one more shout-out to our sponsors. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. The NBA and NHL playoffs are here, and what better way to get down on some player prop parlays than over at Underdog Fantasy? Besides daily NHL, NBA, and MLB games, They've also got NFL best ball drafts with a guaranteed half a million in prizes. Head on over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Again, that's underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN. And don't forget, you don't have much time left to get in the NFL Draft Props Contest. Part of SGPN's Draft Week, SGPN is holding a free NFL Draft Props Contest exclusively for members of our Discord. It's completely free to join, and the winner gets $250 cash and a $50 SGPN gift card. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord and go to the NFL channel for the sign-up link. This is Jim Miller, former Chicago Bears quarterback. Now, back to old-fashioned football. Okay, so... We alluded to the fact that we're going to be talking about some mock drafts, and if they become reality, we're going to be going over my mock draft, which you can find on Sports Gambling Podcast's site or app. You put together, just shameless brag for you, honey, (laughs) you put together an impressive seven-round mock draft with details for every pick on every round. I was kind of touting, poking fun at um, some of the other networks such as ESPN or NFL. Thank you for that shameless plug, by the way, because they get to about round four and then they just list names. And I'm like, nope, got uh, verbiage on every player. And then we're also, Miranda is going to be representing Cody Zeeb, who it makes sense that you're representing him since you're his favorite on the podcast. Um, but he also has a, a three round mock draft on SGP's website that you should go check out because it is also very good. 
listen to Cody Zeeb as he is the co-host of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast with SGPN. He also is a fantasy football enthusiast. We had him on our show several episodes ago now. He is involved in, actively participates, and maintains up to 70 fantasy football leagues every year. It is insane. I still can't wrap my mind around that. It's impressive. I don't know how he has a time for that. It's amazing. This is why he likes you better. You say a fantasy football enthusiast. I call him a junkie, a fantasy football (laughs) junkie. Um, But that's okay. We love it. He's also co-host of the F1 Gambling Podcast, part of the uh, the racing series. He and Rod do great work. So basically, we're going to go through the offensive skill players, quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs, tight ends, and just talk a little bit about, hey, if our mock drafts pay off and are accurate, here's how we feel about drafting them. We here's how it's going to impact. Yeah, the team, yep. your, your drafts, et cetera. We don't want to spend a ton of time on each one because we have a lot to cover. Um, so yeah, we're going to kick it right off with the quarterback, Bryce Young. So Cody's projection for Bryce Young is that he is going to be the number one pick of the draft going to the Panthers. And I had him second going to the Texans. However, I do want to say when I did the mock draft, CJ Stroud was the favorite to go to the Panthers. And I feel like the day after I released it, oh, now they really like Bryce Young. So Cody might be right here, but you know what? I'm not changing my strategy. I'm sticking with it. Stick to my guns. That's you like saying, yes, Cody, you're right, but I'm not going to fully admit <laughs> that you're right. It's also like saying that I'm right because I'm representing Cody. <laughs> <laughs> Cody, you're right, but I'm not going to say I'm wrong. Now you know how I feel when it comes to Miranda and I. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Both of these mock drafts have Bryce Young and CJ Stroud going number one and number two mm-hmm. kind of gives away what we're going to talk about Stroud next. But anyway, we're going to talk about both of them here. And I know we've touched on each quarterback before, but let's put them in the actual situation they are getting into for the Panthers, whether it's Stroud or young key weapons that the Panthers have added this off season for their quarterback tight end Hayden Hurst. Running back, Miles Sanders. Wide receivers, Adam Thielen and DJ Chark. And they did pick up quarterback Andy Dalton. Let's be honest, the Red Rifle is not going to (laughs) be their guy. (laughs) Right. I do think he's a good mentor, though. You know, this Mm -hmm. is a guy that's been in the league a long time. He's had success back in Cincinnati. So I think he's a good mentor. Uh, Keep in mind, they also still have Terrence Marshall, who I finished with 28 receptions, 490 yards and a touchdown. And LaVisca Chenault, somebody that everybody was excited about, Mm -hmm. who had 27 receptions, 272 yards, and a touchdown. Um, Yeah, so some good role players there. Let's let's not forget a major loss to the Panthers, too. DJ Moore to the Bears. Thank you, Panthers. Yes, thank you. Um, But looking at their quarterback situation last year, this is ridiculous, okay? There was a mixture of Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, P.J. Walker, and Jacob Eason. Now, we know that Baker Mayfield is with the Bucks. Sam Darnold went to the 49ers. P.J. Walker is now our backup yeah. quarterback for the Bears. Former XFL P.J. Walker. Yes. <laughs> Jacob Eason, I am not keeping tabs on this guy. Is he still with the Panthers? <laughs> yes, I believe that is okay. correct. <laughs> and they had um, combined... Over 3,200 yards, 16 touchdowns, and 13 interceptions. 
I have to think that these numbers will be better this year, hopefully under a singular or at least two max quarterbacks this year. And this is an improved team already just from the free agency pickups. Whether they have Young or Stroud, I think they'll be better than the combination of the four quarterbacks they had last year. Yeah, you got to keep in mind this is a team that traded away Christian McCaffrey and Mm -hmm. they were still competitive to the end of the year. They are improving. A better quarterback is going to help that. How much better? Yet to be Mm -hmm. seen, obviously. But I'm just going to go ahead and project 3,500 yards, 20 touchdowns. The interceptions may stay around 10 to 13. Rookies do make mistakes. A rookie mistake. Yeah. Are these quarterbacks draftable fantasy-wise right away? Obviously, it depends on the league. A one-quarterback starter, even a 12-team league, I say no. I don't think they're going to be a top-12 quarterback. No. If Looking at, like, dynasty... Whoever lands on, whether it's, whoever lands on the Panthers, okay? We're just talking about the Panthers. Yeah. Whether it's Stroud, whether it's Young, I think they're definitely draftable in a Dynasty League. Same thing in a Superflex. And when we're looking at auction, I probably, I mean, maybe go up to $5 on either of these guys. Yeah, I wouldn't go crazy on them Mm -mm. for sure. But yeah, especially if we're talking Bryce Young, I still have concerns about his size. He's a little dude. And I don't know how he's going to take getting hit by these big guys in the NFL. By the way, shout out to our listener, Brandon Cook from Foundry Distilling. He's a big Panthers fan. He said he would be good with either Young or Stroud. And stay tuned in future episodes because I think you're going to be hearing his name again. Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk a little bit about CJ Stroud, the other guy. So Cody's projection was obviously goes to the Texans for the second pick of the draft You had him for the Panthers' first pick of the draft. Yeah. For the Texans, again, whether it's either of these guys, the key weapons that they have added this offseason are wide receivers Robert Woods and Noah Brown. They added quarterback Case Keenum, tight end Dalton Schultz, running back Devin Singletary. I think the biggest uh, help there is probably Dalton Schultz. Because when's the last time Bobby Tree was relevant? Um, you just have it out for Robert Woods. I, I'm not a fan. And you, you have, have to always. admit. I know. I have always. Even when he was good with the Rams. But you have to admit, he's not been good since then. Right? He's been irrelevant. Whether it be Pretty because much. of injury, lack of yes. production. Either way. They do still have running back Damian Pierce, who was an electric rookie last year. 939 mm-hmm. rushing yards. Four rush touchdowns. 30 receptions for 165 yards and a touchdown. And I believe that was with missing four games and then wide receiver Nico Collins who's more of a role player 37 receptions 481 yards and two touchdowns disappointing pickup for me last year was Nico Collins Ooh, I know <laughs> key losses to the Texans are Brandon Cooks Philip Dorsett well Brandon Cooks and okay key losses to the Texans were Brandon Cooks and Philip Dorsett we will talk a little bit about each of them later yeah um, so last year, Texans quarterback Davis Mills finished with 3,100 yards, 17 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. I feel kind of the same mm-hmm. way here as I did with the Panthers. The The team is trending upward. They have multiple draft picks, including pick 12 that we're going to talk about in a little bit. And I think you're looking closer to the same as the Panthers as far as the quarterback goes. They're going to up it to 3,500 passing yards, 20 touchdowns, maybe 10 interceptions. Now, I will say Bryce Young... C.J. Stroud, neither of them really a running quarterback. So you're not relying on rushing stats very much there. No. And looking at draftability, 
in a 12-team redraft league with one quarterback, again, same as Young, I don't think that Stroud is going to be somebody you're going to want to target. Looking at dynasty leagues, either of these guys, whoever lands on the Texans, I think is definitely draftable. Same with the Superflex and auction. Again, I would put him at $5. Yeah, Stroud, I like him more. Uh, Big-bodied guy. Mm -hmm. You know, I kind of alluded to the fact I'm worried about injury with Young. So Stroud, I may go up to $10 in like your auction keeper leagues Mm -hmm. where you're thinking long-term. Long-term, you want to have a higher contract on him? Well, I mean, if that if that's what you have to pay, I'm mm-hmm. willing to pay up to that because I do think he'll find more success. Moving right along, we're cooking through these because we got to. We got a lot to get through. Yes, there's there's 31 picks in the first round, and we we have a lot of offensive skill players going. So moving to Will Levis, who where's Cody have him? He doesn't have him. He does not have him. Cody does not project Will Levis. It's interesting. I In the first four rounds. Yeah, and I don't blame him. This is a guy that puts mayonnaise in his coffee. What? Yeah, he has said that um, there's a video where he says, sometimes I put mayonnaise in my coffee instead of creamer, and he's literally he squeezes mayonnaise in there and mixes it to drink it. I think I want to barf. <laughs> and, then, and then there's also the video where he's eating a black banana peel and all, all of it. Yeah, <laughs> if you could see Miranda's face. What? I am somebody, what? He eats the peels? <laughs> yes. All of it. There is a video of him. He's eating the peel and all. Black banana. Like how? Does he eat it he's, from the bottom? He's holding it from the stem and yeah, he's just. So he bites off the bottom like. Where the butt woody, is, yeah. The yeah. butt of the banana? Right, yeah. Does he eat the stem? I assume from the video he was eating all of it. This is disgusting. He's a banana does he butt wash? eater. I have so many questions. <laughs> is he? Does he wash it? Like, are you washing this? Do you know how gross <laughs> bananas are? Like the peel of the banana. Um, they protect the fruit. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It's to keep the fruit clean. It's the dirty glove holding the banana. This is disgusting. I have. I, I am so grossed out right now. You know, and, and to Cody's point of not having him drafted, who wants that kind of distraction in the locker room when he's looking at other guys eating the butt of the banana? Um, <laughs> I have him going to the Colts at the fourth. Now, all these rumors are starting to swirl that he could go even as the first draft pick to the Panthers or the second to the Texans. The Panthers, they're going to get another... Okay, I'm not going to... I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> they're going to get another oddball. Another oddball. <laughs> Let's um, talk about. The- I can't get over the banana. I'm sorry. <laughs> bring me back, Justin. Yeah. Bring me back. <laughs> you sit on that. I'll talk about him since you're representing Cody, and he didn't have him being drafted. He didn't have him. I get it. I get a pass. Yeah. So <laughs> last year, Colts quarterbacks Matt Ryan, Sam Ellinger, and Nick Foles threw for 3,800 yards, 17 touchdowns, 20 interceptions. I don't think Levis can get to that 3,800 mark. I do like the 15 to 20 touchdowns. You would assume interceptions would be less than 20. You would hope so. He had. 2,400 yards last year at Kentucky, 19 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. Not had impressive stats in college, but he's had a really, really good combine, really good pre-draft workouts, and he's trending up. I just don't think he's 100% ready to take over an NFL team. So when we talk about draftability... We're looking long-term future. Yeah. If you can get him now at a low value. Right. I'm already thinking of fantasy football team names if you get him. <laughs> the banana butt eaters. <laughs> no. You're it's you're on the banana butt, Justin. I'm not. <laughs> but anyway. Um but I, I've I'm just yeah, thinking. Yeah, I wouldn't spend more than five dollars in an auction league on him. I really wouldn't. Um 
super flex go ahead and draft him see what he does mm-hmm. dynasty yes uh 12 team one redraft one quarterback not relevant not relevant at all no moving on to anthony richardson Whew. which cody does have a projection for yes he has the colts taking him with the fourth pick of the draft you projected him going to the Raiders with the seventh pick of the draft. Yes. Anthony Richardson is a very intriguing player because he's probably the most athletic quarterback in the draft. And likely, I feel like in the draft for at least the past, I don't know how many years. Yeah, when you combine his <clears throat> running athleticism and his big arm, the definitely. The big arm, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> he He's also polarizing, though, because... Yes. If you didn't hear our episode with Colby, check that out. But he described him as either Jake Locker, who never gets off the ground and is out of the league, or a LeBron James create a player in a game that is at 100 in every stat category. I'm sorry. Did you say LeBron's? <laughs> did I say LeBron's? You did. LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron's. LeBron's. What tan okay. color do you want? I would like the LeBron's. Um, that's quite a difference when you go from Jake Locker to LeBron James. Yes. Yeah. So, so it's like flip of a coin here. Yeah. 50-50. 50-50. The reason I like him for the Raiders is because I think that way he can sit a year or two, perfect his game behind Jimmy G, Swoon. You don't have to rush him onto the field. And... I think Las Vegas is a perfect place because they need a quarterback like Anthony Richardson that is electric mm-hmm. and can be the face of their franchise. I feel like that organization now in Las Vegas needs that. With Jimmy G's injury history, the Raiders probably should be looking at a ready now quarterback for their yeah. backup. Honestly. I've looked at a lot of mock drafts, and I'm apparently one of the very few that has AR-15 going to the Raiders, which, by the way, nobody else but SGP is calling him AR-15 because that's a, I guess, a touchy subject in the media. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> I'm um, going to stick with Anthony Richardson. Yeah. If he does, uh, we have a good futures bet on him, Miranda. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Looking at a dynasty league, he, like, he might not start right away. Maybe not at all this year, unless maybe he, unless he goes to the Raiders. I'm not going to throw that <laughs> out. If he goes, yes. So maybe he's somebody you pick up late in the year, like people did for Trey Lance in yeah. Keeper Leagues. In a super flex, again, I don't know. It, de- it just depends. Any redraft league, I don't think he's ready. I don't think so. So I would not draft him this in year. In an auction league or, you know, your, your Keeper contracts, he might be worth a $1 pickup. Yeah, because I don't think he will play. So he's going to be taking up a bench spot. Mm-hmm. But I think because of his athletic ability, yeah. he's going to become relevant at some point. If you can get him for that dollar in like our keeper leagues, and yeah. then you get him for that value versus picking picking him up for $3 mm-hmm. later. Right. No, agreed. Mm-hmm. And, and even though... The way our you know our waiver wires off the free agency, it's a three dollar thing. Even that, I think, is a good price mm-hmm. for a long term because this is a guy who could come in and run for as many yards as Justin Fields just did, or run for as many yards as like a Lamar Jackson, because he does have excellent athleticism and a big arm. So, yeah, he's definitely worth keeping an eye on. Let's move on to our first wide receiver, Quentin Johnson. Cody has him projected as the 22nd pick of the draft going to the Ravens. I'm sorry. I said Johnson again. I keep typing his it's name Johnston. Johnson. It's Johnston. Johnston. Sorry. Quinton Johnston, yes. Justin. I have him going eighth to the Falcons. 
Last year at TCU, he had 60 receptions, 1,069 yards, six touchdowns, and he's a tall guy, Justin. He's 6'4". Yeah. yeah, so let's start with the Falcons since they pick first, and I have him going eighth. They lost to Olamide Zacchaeus, who had 40 receptions, 533 yards, and three touchdowns. Doesn't sound like a lot, but that was 15% of the target mm-hmm. share. Now, Zacchaeus is a 5'8 small receiver, where Johnston's more like London. But in my mind, you have... Quentin Johnston, Drake London, and Kyle Pitts, all six foot four or taller. Pitts is six six. This makes us a really tall receiving group that could pick on corners. It looks a lot. more like a basketball team to me than yeah, absolutely. <laughs> than so, your receiving core. <laughs> yeah, so Falcons. My projection is he'll get somewhere around fifty receptions, seven hundred fifty yards, and eight touchdowns. Now let's look at the Ravens. They lost to Marcus Robinson, who. Had 48 receptions, 458 yards, two touchdowns, and 16% of the target share for the Ravens. The Ravens' top receiver has been their tight end, Mark Andrews, obviously. Maybe this would give the Ravens a true wide receiver one. Yeah. And if that's the case, I like 55 to 60 receptions, 800 yards, six touchdowns, trying somewhere to, in that area. Trying to one-up me. I see what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I just listed better. Um, less touchdowns, though, because... The Ravens run so much with Lamar. Yeah, they do, especially in that red zone. So is he draftable to you? Absolutely. Agreed. Uh, even in a 12-team redraft league, he's a mid-round flyer, I think, no matter what team he lands on. So maybe looking at like looking to him towards the ninth round in your redraft leagues. Yep, and then your true dynasties, I would say, in your rookie draft, he might be a first-rounder, for sure a mm-hmm. second-rounder. What, a keep, what about a keeper league? That's, you know, probably more value than in your redraft league. What do you have them there? Maybe a little earlier than the ninth, seventh or eighth. Yeah, And I in like an that. auction, I I could see going up to $10 for him. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe no, I like Maybe a little more, depending. I think. Depending on where he lands. Yeah, no, that has a lot to do with it. I think if it's the Falcons or the Ravens, I'm sticking at $5 because I think this is Lamar's last year with the Ravens, unless mm-hmm. they do get a mega deal done. Dude turned down $200 million. We already talked about that. I don't trust Desmond Ritter for the Falcons. We don't know what Desmond Ritter is going to do. Not really. Um, Now, I think he's on a short leash, and Taylor Heineke might come in. And Taylor Heineke did well utilizing all his receivers in Washington. But, yeah, it really Mm -hmm. depends on where this guy goes. Moving on to Bajan Robinson, Cody... You Cody and you both projected him going to the Eagles. Yeah. Cody had him going as a 10th pick of the draft. Eagles have two first-round picks. You had him as their second first-round pick at the 30th pick of the draft. Yeah, it's interesting to me. We both landed with him on the Eagles, mm-hmm. just different spots. So we already talked about Bajan in our rookie episode and talked about his upside. The Eagles are a great spot for him, honestly. Agreed, yeah. They just lost Miles Sanders. Sanders last year had 259 carries, 1,269 yards, and 11 touchdowns. I don't want to overspeak here, but I think Bijan can be even better than that. I think this is, I mean, it's his floor. He's a he's a better runner than Miles Sanders. No offense mm-hmm. to Miles Sanders, very good player, I feel like. But Bijan just has a lot more flesh. I think he's going to make more guys miss. He's going to truck through more guys. He's just a better runner overall. What about draftability? He's he's going to be a top guy, I feel like. If he lands on the Eagles and he's their true RB1, mm-hmm. I don't think you're crazy for taking him in round one. I really don't, because in round two, he'll be gone. Yeah, I don't see him 
last thing in a redraft league like that. In a dynasty, he could be the top draft pick in rookie drafts no matter where he lands. Yeah, he will be. Everybody's saying the 101 is Bajan. It's all mm-hmm. up in the air after that. But pretty much everybody, I think your league's crazy if they don't draft Bajan 101. And in auction leagues, unfortunately, I think you're going to have to pay some money for him. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to be highly sought after. I'm already cringing thinking about <laughs> some of our auction leagues that we're in with people. At least $40. That's insane. <laughs> At least. But I couldn't see it getting there, especially with some of the bid wars we get into. Again, if, I'm cringing. If he lands <laughs> on the Eagles, though, I think he's a top 10 running back. And I, to get your top 10 we guy. We might have to put this as a beginning of the season bet and see who wins. There you go. Justin. Yeah, there you see go. See where he's going to land. Let's move on to wide receiver Jackson Smith and Jigba from Ohio State. Now, crazy thing here, you and Cody both projected him as a 12th pick of the draft going to the Texans. Cody finally got one right. <laughs> no? No? <laughs> we'll see. We'll I'm see. kidding, Cody. <laughs> He's going to get a kick out of it. I told him, I asked permission, you know, like, hey, mm-hmm. can we talk about your draft? And I said, it'll be the Husker draft, which is him versus the Hawkeye draft. The Texans just traded Brandon Cooks to the Cowboys in the offseason. He was their top receiver with basically 700 yards and three touchdowns. Even more importantly, he was 17% of the target share. These I, aren't really impressive stats. They're not. <laughs> um, I think it's a reflection of the quarterback, which is why we have them drafting a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Their second leading receiver, Chris Moore, 548 yards, two touchdowns, is also gone. He's with the Titans now. 13% of the target share, though, is gone. Just to throw this out there, an additional 7% of the target share is also gone with Philip Dorsett, who is now a Raider. And his stats were even less impressive. We don't need to touch on those. Now, I already dissed Bobby Tree. He got signed to this team. I don't think that's going to make a huge difference. You're still kind of backing him. I have a feeling if you looked at his age, that would not mm-hmm. be true. But the Texans are looking at making up 37% yeah, of the target with that, share. With, that, with, with those target share losses, that's, that's a big chunk. It is. Now... They'll probably have a different quarterback at the mm-hmm. home, which will kind of shake up the target share. It's not the same quarterback, but their wide receiver that they draft could be in for a big workload. Probably looking at 20% of the target share. I agree. I agree. Do you think that Jackson is draftable? Oh, yeah. Um, you're looking at close to 1,000 yards, probably somewhere in the 800,000 yards, seven touchdowns, I'll say. 800,000 uh, yards? Is that what I said? Eight hundred to a thousand. Well, you said eight hundred thousand yards. <laughs> That's the case. He's my number one pick right. of the draft. <laughs> Record breaking eight hundred thousand yards. How no. Does, okay, we're just <laughs> moving on. Yes, he's draftable in everything. I feel like. What do you What are you spending auction wise for him? Mm, again, looking at ten or possibly going higher than that. Yeah, I mean receivers are not as valuable. It seems mm-hmm. like the running backs obviously go for a lot, but. $15, I'd go up to 15 for JSN. He was a really good player in college, and I think he's going to continue that in the NFL. Moving on to another receiver, Zay Flowers. Cody has him projected as the 14th pick of the draft going to the Patriots. You have him further on going to the Giants with the 25th pick of the draft. Yeah, which Let's... Cody is a Patriots fan. I just want to throw that out there. So it's biased. This is a biased it pick. Might he be, wants the Patriots wants. to yeah. get Zay Flowers. Exactly. Why don't you go over the Patriots here? So they lost Myers, who had 67 receptions, 804 yards, and six touchdowns, 19% of their target share. Aguilar with 31 receptions, 362 yards, two touchdowns, that's 6% of the target share. We're looking at 25% of the target share that they lost. 
But they added Juju Smith. I If they draft a wide receiver, I think Juju becomes their main focus. Therefore, I think a rookie is going to slot in around maybe that 10 to 12% of the target share. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Last year, does it make sense to you, Justin? It does. <laughs> You're like, yeah, that makes sense to me. <laughs> you guys can't see him. So anyway, <laughs> last year, Flowers had 78 receptions, almost 1,100 yards, and 12 touchdowns if the Patriots draft him. I, sorry, Cody. Unfortunately, with Mac Jones as a quarterback, mm-hmm. I don't have a ton of faith in their wide receivers. Um, I, I really don't. Last I, year, Yeah, I'm not high on Mac Jones. No, if you look at the the uh, stats from last year, 10% of the target share gets you around 31 receptions, 539 yards, and three touchdowns. And that's not impressive. It's a role player at best. Mm-hmm. Now, for the Giants, they lost Richie James, 57 receptions, 569 yards, four touchdowns, which was 14% of the target share. But they did add Darren Waller. I think Which that, is a big addition for them. It is. I think the Giants need a lot of receiver help, though. That was evident last year. They had injuries, a revolving door of receivers. But to be fair, Daniel Jones finished as a top um, 10. Excuse me. Dan Jones? Dan, sorry. Yes, you're right. Dan Jones. <laughs> sorry, Kramer. Uh, Dan Jones finished as a top 10 fantasy football quarterback. Even with his hodgepodge receivers, he's really good at spreading it around. So if the Giants draft him... I think he becomes their top guy. I I really do. They need the help. So I'm going to look at 50 receptions, 850 yards, six touchdowns. But again, Dan Jones, very good at spreading that ball around. He's going to compete with Darren Waller, Darius Slayton, and even Isaiah Hodgins, who the team made a priority to re-sign. So I I might back off of that a little bit. (laughs) Conflicting information. Conflicting there. Head scratcher. Okay. Draftable, Justin. No, we already said wide receivers not as valuable, right? Mm-hmm. I think because we're we're uh, taking a lot of our listeners' times, so we're going straight to the auction league, which is what we do. We are auction uh, focused, even though we're all fantasy football. We are auction focused. Eight dollars, maybe five to ten range, I would say, depending on where he goes. Mm-hmm. I I value him less on the Patriots because of Mac Jones. Yeah, I would say he has more upside on the Giants. Yeah, sorry, Cody. I know I'm supposed to represent you. <laughs> But I don't know if I agree with this one. Now, moving on to tight end Dalton Cade, who, go ahead and tell us what Cody has him as. He has him projected as the 19th pick of the draft going to the Bucks. I had him at the Packers, which is the 13th now. I had him at the Packers for the 15th pick. Moving up to the 13th. Yeah. <laughs> I think they need the tight end help, but I want to make this one quick for us. The quarterbacks for both of these teams scare me. Tight ends, I don't think Dalton Kincaid has any chance of being a top tight end. No, not with Baker Mayfield and Jordan Love. Right. So if you want to take a flyer and draft him for a dollar, that's fine. But I really wouldn't unless it's a deep league. There's going to be other tight ends that put up bigger numbers. That's kind of my my final say on Dalton Kincaid. Do you agree? Yeah. And even looking at like what the Packers, I mean, what they lost at wide receiver, I don't think Cobb was a huge loss to them. But <laughs> they lost Lazard. They lost, the Packers lost 41% of their target share. They're going to have to make that up. So, I don't know. Maybe some more value on the Packers, you're thinking? Maybe. Again, I'm going I am representing Cody here, but saying why he would be good for the Packers. <laughs> we got just a few more for you. Um, let's go ahead and talk about wide receiver Jordan Addison. Another one Cody and I agreed on. You did. You both had him projected as a 21st pick of the draft going to the Chargers. Yeah, he's a speedy guy, six foot, 
speedy receiver. He finished 2022 with 875 yards, eight touchdowns. But the previous year, he had a 1,500 yards and 17 touchdowns. That's impressive. Yes. Last year, he had four games. Last year, he had four games over 100 yards, including two of them over 150. He also had six games with a touchdown catch, two of them over two touchdown catches. He has big play ability. He he has big play ability. Yeah. I I love the Chargers spot for him Mm -hmm. because they have Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Granted, Keenan Allen is getting older, has some health struggles sometimes, it seems like. But And they're looking to make up like ten percent of their target share with the loss of DeAndre Carter. Yeah, agreed. And I think with those other two on the field that defenses pay attention to, this guy's gonna be in the slot and I think he's gonna do really well. He's gonna make up more than that nine percent. He's gonna be coming in above ten percent of their target share. I agree. 70 catches, 800 yards, five touchdowns seems accurate to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is all guesswork, of course. But auction league, do you like him? Do I like him? I'd say more towards the five, $5 range maybe. Um, he has that potential breakout. And if he achieves that, then he's worth keeping. Right. Yeah, he's go- going to a good offense. but. He still is competing with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen and mm-hmm. Austin Eckler, if Austin Eckler is yes. still there by this time. Um, who knows? <laughs> Let's talk about Michael Mayer, who, again, you both agreed on him. Yeah. Projected him as the 26th pick of the draft going to the Cowboys, who just lost Dalton Schultz. This is the fourth player we've agreed on, but third in the exact spot. Yes. I like it. The Cowboys just lost Dalton Schultz and Noah Brown. Together, they made up 30% of the Cowboys' target share. Yeah. Now, Michael Mayer, last year at Notre Dame, 67 receptions, 809 yards with nine touchdowns. I kind of think he picks up where Dalton Schultz left off with 50 to 60 carries, maybe in that 600-yard range and five touchdowns. Yeah. Now, Dalton Schultz finished as, I believe, a top 12 tight end. I his his so. numbers probably don't look like it. Five hundred seventy seven yards, five touchdowns, but mm-hmm. tight end is a depleted. I mean, you don't get a lot of big performers there. So no, he is a tight end. I'm gonna be watching to see how he does. You know how I am about that tight end position. You love your tight ends. I'm gonna be watching <laughs> him to see how he's doing. It's it's a hard position. Yeah, fantasy it wise. Is. So in a twelve team redraft league, where do you draft him, Justin? 12-team redraft, I would say a late flyer. You know, do I think he's going to be a top 12 tight end? I, he, he could be. He has the potential to be to mm-hmm. pick up where Dalton Schultz was. Dynasty League, I would say no in a rookie draft. He's a tight end. Yeah. So it's hard to know how yeah. that's going to pan out for you. In a keeper league, maybe late, very late rounds. Auction League... He's going to be maybe a one dollar. Like I think you could pick him up later on. I, I don't agree. know if he's going to be draft like right away, spending I, your budget on him. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, I just I think there's going to be other tight ends that are targeted above him mm-hmm. by people, so you can get just a, either a one dollar pickup or wait to see how he does. Uh, I just I don't know if he'll be a top twelve this year. Next year maybe. So he is you know planning for the future. Uh, let's move on to running back Jameer Gibbs. Cody, you did not project him. I did Cody not. Cody projected him 
as the 28th pick of the draft going to the Bengals. Now, some key losses for the Bengals was Samaj Pirine. Yeah. I said it correctly, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I had to slow down my brain for a second so it would come out right. Um, there's some jo- Joe Mixon drama. There's rumors he could be cut prior to the start of the season. So I would keep an eye on that because that will obviously alter the value of Gibbs. Yes. P. Ryan had about 400 yards and two touchdowns last year. Not super impressive, but Mixon had 814 yards and seven touchdowns. So if Mixon is there, I think Gibbs might be, they might do a split carry where you Mm -hmm. can expect four to 500 yards and a handful of touchdowns. But if Mixon's cut, I think that Gibbs could, you know, this could make Gibbs very valuable. I agree. I mean, if he's cut, I think you could look at a thousand yard Mm -hmm. season, potentially 10 touchdowns. Now, there are rumors that some teams are actually valuing Gibbs above Bijan Robinson, which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a running back to look for. Yeah. It's hard to when this draft comes around. I don't know what's smoke and mirrors, what's accurate. Mm-hmm. So who knows if that's accurate. But I do think there's a, almost a lot of political play that comes into it of, oh, release this statement, release that the team said this. But anyways, not uh, the NFL draft, but your fantasy football draft is he draftable in a 12 team redraft league i'd say he's an earlier earlier round pickup dynasty i would say early if mixon's gone is that what you're that's yeah Yeah. okay sorry i thought so. this is if mixon's gone yes i think it changes if mixon's there then i don't think he's as i think he's valuable yeah he's more of a future guy then Mm -hmm. yeah but i do think it's mixon's last year with the bengals yes um again looking at dynasty not, I wouldn't look at him in a rookie draft if Mason's there. Yeah. Agreed. Auction league, you're likely drafting him for next year unless Mason is gone. Again, it's just, if Mason's gone, we're talking $15, maybe more in an auction league. Yeah, for sure. Probably 20, 20. I don't think he's going to be as good as Bijan Robinson, honestly. Mm-hmm. But you can look at Mixon had 814 yards, seven touchdowns, probably looking around that, maybe a little bit more, like I said, 1,010 touchdowns. So okay. all depends. Um, who I had going to the Bengals. I was going to say, now let's switch this. Yes. Your Bengals 28th pick of the draft. Yeah, Luke Musgrave, tight end. Um, I'll go ahead and go over him real quick. He only played two games last year. Still, in those two games, 169 yards, two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. That's 80 yards a game. He had a knee injury, but he's had a great combine. He is back. He's healthy. He's cleared. The Bengals just lost their tight end, Hayden Hurst. 52 receptions, 414 yards, two receiving touchdowns, which is not huge, obviously. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this guy's draftable, though. I think he's going to be kind of a, a role guy. I think he's going to be more of I, – I don't think he's going to be a top, let's say, 12 to 15 tight end. I really don't. So – if you want to take a flyer on like a one to three dollars, because this is a really good offense, and I do think he has a part in it. But remember, he's Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Like he's competing with these guys. Moving on to the last guy for me, not for Cody. Cody has nobody left as <laughs> nobody far as off. <laughs> Cody has nobody left as far as projected offensive no, players in the draft. No, but you did take Josh Downs as the thirty-first pick of the draft, going to the Chiefs. Yeah. you're the chiefs wide receiver let me take this for you yeah yeah (laughs) so just to let's talk about these chiefs wide receivers they lost mccall hardman they lost juju and they're out mckinnon um 
Who, even though he's a running back, had a part in their receiving Well, game. and together, all three of these ha- made up more than 30%, like over 35% of the target share for the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah, and Josh Downs last year at North Carolina, 94 receptions, 1,000 yards, 11 touchdowns. I think the Chiefs do draft a wide receiver. I think they need a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. They need to give. They need Mahomes to have weapons. Right. And Mahomes is so good. Mm-hmm. He makes he everybody will, relevant. I was going to say, no matter who he has, they're going to be good. Yeah. It just, like last year, I was really high on the Chiefs wide receivers. And Mahomes spread the wealth so well. It made the receivers, fantasy value-wise, not very high. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. I still I think Downs is going to be that guy. And so give me 75 receptions, which is a lot in a mm-hmm. PPR league, 1,000 yards, eight touchdowns, which obviously makes him draftable, right? Right. And obviously draftable by you because you love Chiefs wide receivers. I do, but I <laughs> fell into that trap last year, and I don't know if I want to go into the same trap, regardless of if Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. It's it's difficult. It's yeah. a difficult, you know, it's just hard because he Mahomes is that good that yeah. he'll make anybody good. Redraft league, I would go around the eighth round. Dynasty league earlier, maybe sixth. Mm-hmm. He'll go in your rookie drafts. What are you doing for auction league? <sighs> Again, Mahomes spreads the wealth, but he throws a lot. Yes, he is a throw. He does. He's everything. But <laughs> <laughs> easy there. <laughs> calm down. <laughs> you just you calm down. Over you there. calm down over there. Um, <laughs> I would, I would probably, probably gonna be a sucker for this again, and probably go at least ten, maybe more on him. Yeah, and I will be battling you. It's on. That is the conclusion of if mock drafts become reality. Let's talk a little whiskey. Let's talk about this whiskey you had made for me for my birthday, which, by the way, the bottle has my name on it. I already told them it has your name on it. Did Justin? you? Yes. I forgot that. How it's, do you, for, you know, he doesn't listen to me, people. <laughs> this is why up. you're so bad at fantasy football. That was 45 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. You're not really bad. At, I thought you would be more mad that I said you're bad at fantasy football. No, I know the truth. I'm not, I'm not worried about uh, your smack talk over there. <laughs> okay, Justin. So for your birthday this year, yes. I went on Oak and Eden's website and that's oakeneden.com. And I went to the build your own bottle and I, it was really hard for me to make a decision. <laughs> I knew that I wanted to do this for you. I, ever since we found out about the build your own bottle, I've been thinking, how can I build a bottle for you? Yeah. And I went on there and they let you choose your base. So you can choose between their bourbon, their rye, their four grain bourbon and their weeded bourbon. Now, Wheated. Wheated. Wheat. Wheat. Cool whip. Okay. And now <laughs> we already have their the wheat inspire is with their weeded bourbon. Their honey soaked oak. I can't remember what one that is right offhand. But anyway, I knew I just wanted to get you a bourbon. I wanted you to have just the Okanegan's what? What do you mean their honey soaked oak? It's just wheat and honey, it's called. So it'd be their weeded bourbon. Yeah, I believe it is. So the wheat inspired. So we have their weeded bourbon. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I wanted you to just have regular bourbon. They're mm-hmm. not regular bourbon, but just Oak and Eden's bourbon. Right. So I chose a base of bourbon. Now you can also choose your proof, which is either a ninety proof or a hundred and fourteen proof. I went with the ninety proof because I wanted the drinkability to be 
really good in this. I we have had some really stronger proofs that are are good and smooth, but I just I wanted this to be an easy drinker for you. Right. So I went with the 90 proof. Now for the spire or which in every bottle, for those of you who didn't hear us review the weeded bourbon and well, the wheat inspire and the honey soaked oak that you can get locally, probably anywhere that sells Oak and Eden. Each bottle has a wood spiral or spire, and it is soaked in what your next choice is of some infusion. So that oak is infused yeah. to give, like, this is a true, like, craft whiskey here. It's right. just really neat, and it's fun to craft your own. So for the spire, you can choose between American oak and French oak. And now you really do get different um, flavors from that. And their website kind of tells you, like the French oak, I believe they said, has more of a peppery. Spicy. Yeah. And I was thinking. Was it spicy? Not. (laughs) I decided to stay away from the spice and maybe a little bit more sweeter from the American oak for you. So I went with the American oak. Now for your infusion options, you can do coffee, honey, vanilla, maple syrup, grapefruit liqueur. Pineapple liqueur, orange liqueur, blackberry liqueur, Cabernet, port wine, rum, or no infusion at all. I was really torn here. We've tried coffee whiskeys before. Do you have something to say? I was going to say, I was curious what you were torn between. Okay, I'm going to get there. Okay. I didn't tell you. No. Okay. So, we, I ruled out coffee. Um, We've had coffee whiskeys before. Not that they're bad or anything. I just, I wanted it to be different. Mm -hmm. Um. Ruled out the honey because you already have the wheat and honey. Yeah. Uh, I didn't go vanilla. We can add vanilla bitters. That seemed too vanilla for you. It was a little too vanilla. I was looking <laughs> to spice it up, but not so spicy that I'd go with the French oak spire. Why is it spicy? <laughs> um, I know you're not a fan of grapefruit. That was automatically no, out. Thank you. The orange liqueur, I just felt like we do old fashions. We add an orange peel. We mm-hmm. sometimes use orange bitters. I didn't want to go with an orange. I felt like that was too obvious yeah do you know what i mean yeah for sure now cabernet i didn't go with wine because we have have it was i it was i thought about it but we have other um wine finished bourbons yeah shout out to savage and cook yes and rabbit hole yes um rum mm, i wasn't sure i wanted to mix the two Mm -hmm. i i don't I don't know. I'm not you a, like your rum and your pina coladas. Right. And that's about <laughs> it. That's the extent of my liking yes. for rum. Port wine. I did think about... No infusion wasn't an option. We were going to go... <laughs> we were getting spicy, like I said. We're doing something I don't know fun. why you build a customizable and don't <laughs> right. do an infusion. So port wine, I did... I considered it. But again, it goes back to the wine. Like, I just... I ruled out wine. I wanted something different for you. Yeah. That leaves me like with blackberry liqueur, pineapple liqueur, and maple syrup. I was not going to give you pineapple liqueur. Mm -hmm. So it was between the maple syrup and the blackberry liqueur. Okay. Now, I saw something on Oak and Eden's site that made me lean towards blackberry liqueur. Okay. For one, we've never had any whiskey or bourbon with blackberries. We've never even had a cocktail out somewhere that had blackberry, like muddled blackberries in it or anything like that. Um. Maple syrup, I think that I got you a maple syrup, like a maple, we have maple bitters. Yeah. And I also thought, well, we could make an old fashioned with maple syrup instead of, you know, how 
whichever, however we're going to do it, instead of sugar, instead of brown sugar, we could try a maple syrup. I just thought I also, there was a way for you to have maple syrup in your Yeah. I, well, and I also, we have that maple bacon syrup additive type thing in the fridge, so. Well, that that's a syrup, not an well, additive. no, I know that. <laughs> what, but what do you mean? It is a maple. It's called maple bacon old-fashioned mixer. It's for making yeah, old-fashioned. Okay, so, yeah, okay, there you go. Okay, I, I thought you meant. I don't know. Obviously, maple syrup is maple syrup. My, <laughs> it's been a long day. Calm down. Okay. So anyway, on the site, I think it was a staff favorite at Oak and Eden was some combination with the blackberry liqueur. Yeah. And I went with that because I thought it was like it was really hard to choose, but I ended up leaning that way for you. And so we are drinking bourbon and blackberry. It's their the build your own bottle is their anthro series. Mm-hmm. Um, so again. Went with their bourbon, 90 proof American oak, and that oak spiral is infused with blackberry liqueur. Yeah, and so I'm just going to do a little tasting profile on my own here. Normally, I'm reading the tasting profile, but on the nose, it does have a fruit-forward smell. Mm -hmm. It is very very fruity. When you try it, it's interesting to me because you get a a nice oak bourbon taste. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the finish is the blackberry. Yes. And then that's the the finish hangs around for a while. Like you mm-hmm. taste blackberry for a while. So I really like that you get that nice bourbon, oaky taste. And then it's a nice fruit finish. It's it's a really good combo. It um, is. That's, I know I'm not a, an expert taster, so I'm sure <laughs> there are other flavors people might pick up. But I just, I really like how you get that. Mm-hmm. All, it's not a burn, but there's a little tingle from that oak. And then a nice just fruit finish. Tink! now you described it perfectly for not having any like not going off of like what the makers want you to well thank you yes (laughs) um but the oak hits you right away but it's a pleasant oak yes um a very oak oaky bourbon right away at the front of the mouth Mm -hmm. just bam oak yeah (laughs) and then it does it finishes as this blackberry taste and it is very good yes and the interesting thing about oak and eden is with that spire in there the taste is going to continue to change as that absorbs some of the bourbon releases some you know everything like a barrel does Mm -hmm. yeah so overall i don't know about you but i am pleased with this combination and it was so much fun creating my own bottle of bourbon for you. I bet. No, I, I really enjoyed it as well. It was an excellent choice. Uh, let's close things out here as we uh, finish our bourbon and blackberry. Excellent choice. Thank you again for the birthday gift. Reminder, follow us on Twitter at Old Fashioned FB. Follow us on Spotify or Apple or wherever you listen to your pla- uh, your streaming platform. Leave a review. Five stars is better. Leave a five-star <laughs> review. I'm not going to give that up. And if it's on Spotify, screenshot it. If it's on Apple, please leave a written review. If you don't, though, screenshot it because otherwise we don't know you're in the contest. And you will win a old-fashioned football t-shirt, two handshakes, small, small samples of anything we've reviewed. We will provide the list to the winner. You could win a handshake of this bourbon and blackberry. You could. You cannot buy this in stores. Yeah, so that's a that's one of the special ones you could win. And you get a bottle from Savage and Cook as they are sponsoring the giveaway. By the way, we're we've had a great response of reviews. We are very very thankful. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you enough how thankful we are. That helps us in like the algorithms for Spotify and Apple. the The support has been amazing, and it we has been really exciting. appreciate it's it. Been- 
a really fun month. We've had so much fun doing this since July of last year yeah. when we started. And it's just growing into something that's it's just fun and it's exciting. And yes, just a huge thank you to all of our listeners because... You're making this even more exciting for us. Absolutely. And a huge thank you to Sports Gambling Podcast Network for giving us this uh, feed yes. to kind of jump we on. Because and... ultimately, we wouldn't be here without SGPN. Agreed. Agreed. So make sure you check out all their work. Download the SGPN app. It is free. There's a ton of good info, news articles, or not news articles, uh, sports articles, gambling posts, picks, everything you could think of. And everything is free. We give away all free picks, all free fantasy advice. Everything is free. I'm blanking on what else I was going to say. Oh, we've had such a good response. <laughs> um, if you are a distiller and happen to catch this episode, hit us up because we're looking for a sponsor for running a contest next month. I want to do another two free handshakes, and I would love to find a distiller that wants to sponsor it and send a bottle to the winner. So hit us up if you're listening to this. Miranda, do you have anything else? That about sums it up, Justin. Going once, going twice. Sold. <laughs> Old-fashioned football.